When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For all, NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Nat and Justin. What up? We're back. It's Nat and Justin with Golden Spaces and Odyssey Original Podcast. So, y'all had some questions for us, so let's get into them. Appreciate y'all participating in our mailbag. So, what's good, Justin? What are the folks saying? All right. Um, first question is from Nana at Boy Don't Try Me on Twitter. Shout out to Nana. She asks, How worried are you about Clay? What would you suggest? And what do you guys think are the causes? I'm assuming, like, about his play you know all right well i mean (laughs) i think when the team is like fully intact i'm less worried about clay um i just think clay knows how to play with steph and dre um and there's a part of me that honestly feels like he doesn't always try the same way when he's not with those guys on the court. Right. Um, And I think that is a problem because again, I feel like we give clay this pass for like what he's done and I get it. Like he's earned that, but that's why I always kind of laugh. Like y'all are like, you know, Jordan has to figure it out with the second unit. I'm like, yeah, he does because clay would not like clay will look crazy out there with the second unit. Right. And so I'm like, you like, at the same time, when we're saying that, like, you also have to acknowledge, like, Clay gets the benefit of playing with the starters, right? And that gets to help him look better, you know, in a way that, that, like, Jordan doesn't get. But if he did play with the starters, he would look better, too. So, I mean, I'm still on leave Clay, And I think there's a question that I ask about that later. We can touch on it a little bit more. But I'm still on leave Clay in the first unit because overall, they're still just a better unit when he's in the first unit, like the numbers reflect that. But I think that he has to learn how to be useful and helpful, even when Steph and Dre are not out there, you know? And so I, I'm, I'm just not as worried because I think once they're there, like it'll still work, but um, I haven't liked what I've seen. True. Um, like Clay is one of those players where even even in his prime years, he kind of always relied on guys to set the table for him, and he just had his role of being a point-of-attack defender and a score, right? He never really set anybody else up. He wasn't a guy that was just calling out the other team's offensive sets and, and anchoring a defense. He's just like the guy that they sent to do a certain job, and he executed that well. So I think 
he's going to still be in that role. Obviously not the same exact role as far as guarding other teams, quickest guard and stuff like that. But when it's winning time, when it's playoff time, when it's like, all right, Steph is back and it's time to get serious. He's going to look a lot better than he looks now, just because he is that type of player at this point in his career. So I'm not necessarily worried about him. Um, it's just like he he needs he needs the table set for him at this point in his career, and that's that's fine. I mean, he makes a lot of money. He makes two. He makes more money than that type of player should be making, quote unquote. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not going to count his pockets, but that's just the type of player that he is now. Like it it is what it is. But should he need to do more? And I say that meaning as like, and I get that he's not a superstar. But part of what makes great players great is that as they age and they lose certain abilities, they learn to do other things in their game to provide value and to, to like provide impact on winning. Right. Like you said, like he's never been a player to do like some of these other things. And I feel like he hasn't had to because they've allowed it just because of who else on the team. But should he? You know what I'm saying? Like, should he be looking to round out his game and do more to help this team win? Like, you don't just get to function like the old clay. Yeah, I mean, I think it would help definitely a lot if he looked to be more of a, not necessarily a facilitator, but to use the gravity that he that he draws and all that type of stuff to set up his teammates a little bit better. Um, I mean, it, it goes back to the point of how the roster is constructed, right? Like, he just, he's not surrounded by a lot of scoring options of, other than himself and Jordan right now, um, especially with Steph and Wiggins out. So it's hard to... I guess it's hard for him to justify in his mind passing up shots to guys that aren't going to shoot or that aren't going to make it when they do shoot. Um, so it's, it's just tough. Like I think he's in a, he's in a weird position because maybe if he doesn't get injured those two years, he develops some different aspects of his game and kind of like his game takes another level, but he kind of got knocked down off that horse and he got to figure it out or he has had to figure it out over the last year and a half. So it's, he's in a weird spot. Like I said, like, so, but when he, when everybody else gets back on the team, I feel confident that he'll just be able to play his role to a T. It's just, he's being, his role is being elevated to a point where he just cannot match it at this point. It's, he's he's going to look, it's going to be disappointing because that's just not the type of player he is. Okay. What else we got? We got a question from John. Um, he said, should anything and everything be on the table to improve the roster? Uh, I think he's speaking specifically to like the young guys um, and draft picks. And he said, even with the possibility of it being a minimal improvement on the rocks, on the areas of need on the roster. So is, is everything on the table with the kids and the draft picks just to only make small improvements on the team? You, you, you get this. You got that one. Um, I must say, no, not everything. Right. Um, I do think, small like quote-unquote small improvements on the roster as in like maybe adding one more guy or maybe two more guys who don't jump off the page but just fill very simple roles they they look like minimal improvements but i think they will end up being tremendous improvements because the closer you get your bench units to just being neutral instead of just catastrophic negatives the closer you are to blowing teams out consistently right because we've seen by the numbers by the footage by the eye test the starters can play with anybody but the leads they 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 dwindle as soon as a bench player comes in right so if you can get bench guys that can just at least just hold a lead or just not bleed it completely 
which they started to get, um, you know, midway through what we've been through in the season so far. They started to get that, and they started to look a lot better. Um, they fortify that bench, then it just it makes everything else a lot easier on the starters and all that type of stuff. So when it comes to, like, trading any and everything, um, my opinion, Kaminga and Moody are worth investing in long term. Um, anybody else can can go, really. PBJ showed some stuff, and I think he is going to be a good player. But ultimately, um, I think if you dangle him as a trade piece and teams start to bite, then I would not mind parting with it. Um, so that's just kind of where I'm at with it. If I had to choose, like, just one guy to keep, I think Kaminga has the highest upside, so I would keep him, and then everybody else um, can kind of be used to to bring in some help. But James Wiseman is the one that needs to go. So take someone, I mean, with all due respect, it doesn't mm. sound respectful what I'm saying. I get it. But, like, he's the one. And, like, you find a team that wants him, and there are teams that want him. The Spurs, I think, probably have some interest in him. And see what you got to do to, like, give, give, like, if they have something to offer, they do. Meaning, like, they have pieces that we want. Like, make the damn trade already. Yeah. Like, Let's not turn this into a, like, it's okay. Some, like, to me, it is okay that you missed on James Wiseman because mm -hmm. he was a projected top three pick, right? It's not like something where it's just like one of these teams that just like, they went after a guy where it's just like, what, like, why? He was a mm -hmm. projected top three. You know, I believe Charlotte was trading up to try to get him. Like, like people wanted him. Yeah. He didn't work out. He didn't pan out. And, and I mean, nobody shoots 100% on these type of things. Like, sometimes you have bad picks. I think they had a bad entire 2020 draft, and that's okay. What you don't do is compound bad decisions with more bad decisions or holding on to things that aren't providing you value even exactly. after years of, of holding on to it. So um, I think it's best for them and for him for them to part ways. And, you know, hopefully they can get a deal done that – works out in the favor of both sides but yeah let him get a fresh start somewhere else it's too much right. for him in his head and like the pressure just like let's move on now already yeah um okay let's do one more question and then take a break okay this is from uh roche casanova um okay. if the team casanova <laughs> the... <Damn>. casanova <laughs> <laughs> If the team decides to use the 15th roster spot, who would you like to see take it? Lamb, a buyout guy, free agent? Give me some names. Not Lamb. I don't even <laughs> want Lamb on a two-way. So, <laughs> no. Right. I mean, the thing is, if they're going to fill the 15th roster spot without making any other roster changes, they can only really get vet minimum guys or a buyout candidate, right? Like, that's someone who would take – I don't know who the buyout candidates are going to be. I haven't seen one of those lists yet, but I just mm -hmm. feel like that that limits them more than if they do a trade. So like, I want to see them get bodies and help for Steph. So yes, use that roster spot, but I don't know if that's going to get you enough for what you need. So I think they still need to probably ultimately trade. Yeah, they definitely need to trade. And I do think they need to fill that roster spot as well. Like you said, the buyout guys haven't been made known yet. Um, as far as free agents, I mean, nobody's really coming to mind right now. I mean, 
it would be great to have Quindary with us when we're right now, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess we just got to wait to see who the bio guys are. That's probably going to come later on in the season. They're probably not going to fill that spot until later on in the season, I think, for tax implications or something like that. So um, we'll know. Uh, we'll have a better idea when it gets to the second half of the season. But Lamb, nah, good. I'm good on him getting that 15 spot. Yeah, we're in alignment there. All right, let's take a break and uh, we'll be right back. It's Natalie and Justin <laughs> with Golden Spaces. Be right back. 